The two men stepped into the roadhouse and stood blinking for a moment as their eyes adjusted to the dim interior. When Sartre, behind the bar, saw them, he picked up a mug and gave it a quick polish with his apron. On a day like this, sunny and dusty and dry, it was a safe bet that this pair would want something to drink and would not want to wait for it. He was reaching for a second mug when the taller, younger of the two travelers lowered the pack from his shoulder and tugged at the drawstring. Sartre frowned. If this fellow pulled out a flask or water skin... But he did not commit any such social blunder. Instead, the young man pulled out two wooden boards bound together with black ribbon, boards about a foot wide and a foot and a half long. The older man watched as this bundle was carefully extracted from the pack, and then the two men walked side by side to the bar. Two pints of ale,' the older said, holding up two fingers. He spoke Rogau, but with a decidedly rural accent. Sart nodded and thrust a mug under the tap on the big barrel. The older man watched avidly as the beer flowed, but Sart noticed that the younger man, who must surely be just as thirsty, was paying no attention at all. Instead, he had laid his boards on the bar and was carefully untying the two black ribbons. When Sart set the two mugs on the counter, the young man carefully slid the boards well away from them, clearly concerned lest anything splash onto his precious cargo. The older man took a healthy swig from his own mug, and then, as the younger finally got the knots undone and lifted the top board away, leaned forward toward Sartre and said quietly, "'We're looking for someone. Perhaps you've seen him.' Before Sartre could ask for more details, some way to know just who they were after, the younger man pushed the lower board across the bar toward him. Sartre glanced at it, then stopped and looked more closely. What appeared to be a piece of birch bark was secured to the board. A man's face was drawn on the bark in grease and charcoal. It was no mere sketch, but a detailed and beautifully done portrait. Sartre could see the gleam of light on the man's curly black hair, the scar on his nose, the cruel amusement in his smile, and the hard glint in his eye. For a moment Sartre just stared. The image was astonishingly lifelike and there was no mistaking the face. "'Well?' the older man asked. Sart blinked and looked up. "'Yes, I've seen him. He left this morning, headed east across the crater.' His gaze fell back to the portrait. "'That's a good piece of work. Who's the artist?' "'My niece, Vicar,' the older man said. He nodded toward his companion. "'The boy's sister. You say it across the crater, toward the city.' "'Yes, I'm afraid so,' Sartre said. He looked up again. "'Why are you after him? What did he do?' The two travelers exchanged glances. "'If he's crossing the crater, then he's headed for Ragban,' the older man said to his companion, ignoring the barkeeper's question. The younger spoke for the first time. "'Then so are we,' he said, in a surprisingly deep voice. The elder frowned. Tulzik, there are millions of people in Ragban. You've seen the pictures and heard the stories. We'll never find him there. We might, the youth replied. We could ask around. Why would the city folk want to hide him? They'll point him out when we show them the picture. No, they won't. 
Why would they want to help us any more than they'd want to help him? And he can probably pay his hosts to keep quiet. Besides, I don't think you really understand just how many a million is, or how big the city really is. Just finding someone who's seen him could take years. In Ragban there are at least a thousand places like this one we're in, and he might have stopped in any of them, or none, if he has family there. He might go straight through and come out on one of the other roads. He might get on a ship and sail or fly somewhere. No, if he's gone into Ragban... He shook his head. We'll find him, Uncle, Tulzik insisted. We must. He killed Vika. He killed my sister. We'll find him, and we'll kill him for that. If we need to catch him before he reaches the city, then what are we standing here for? Let's go. Maybe we can catch up to him in the crater before he gets to Ragban.'